Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, broadcasting live from Elbow Beach, Bermuda, an oceanfront enclave of classic style and contemporary luxury. We're going to talk about retail spending. We've got Marshall Cohen, chief industry analyst for the NPD Group. Maybe he could explain why retail sales were up 1.3%, but many department store chains showed losses. You know, Marshall started his career, Pim, folding Ralph Lauren polo sweaters at a Macy's, I believe. Oh, Bloomingdale's on Long Island. It'll be interesting to see. He's watched this industry for so long because he's seen these trends, a lot of them developing, and we'll have him weighing in soon. Let's have Charlie Pellet weigh in on the news now. He's back in Bloomberg World Headquarters with a business flash. All right. Ralph Lauren shares. They are down, Kathleen, now by 1.5%. Nordstrom, though, the big retail story today, disappointing earnings. Its shares plunging 13.6%. PepsiCo suffering its biggest intraday decline in more than two months after Nelson Peltz's investment firm sold off its shares in the beverage and snack giant. PepsiCo shares, they're down now by 1.6%. We are brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash in rented real estate. Find them at nria.net. Stocks extending losses uh, losses to fall to a one-month low. The dollar climbed after the biggest gain in U.S. retail sales in a year. Reignited speculation. The Federal Reserve may lift rates as early as June. Kevin Karen is market strategist at Stiefel Nicholas. Yes, the Fed's raising interest rates, but it's very low, so cash rates are still very low, and bond rate yields are where they are. So the last question then becomes, well, what do you do with the growth part of the portfolio? And our take on it has been to shift the portfolio to look more at companies that have more consistency in the mix and focus more on attaining kind of lower, more consistent returns than grabbing for the very high returns. S&P 500 index down 17, a drop of 8 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ down 19, a drop of 0.4%. Dow Industrials down 177 points, a drop of 1%. Gold up 290 the ounce to 12.74, a gain of 0.2%. And now let's take a look at the other stories making news. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. Get to the airport early and prepare to wait. That's the message from Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson. Johnson says he's hiring additional security screeners, but adds that will not end the delays at security checkpoints. There will be wait times. There will be wait times this summer as they move through aviation security uh, checkpoints. Flyers across the country have been facing growing lines, which during peak hours have topped 90 minutes at some airports. 
Presumptive Republican nominee Donald Trump says he is sticking to his guns when it comes to his hardliner stance on immigration. But speaking to ABC News Today, Trump denied he's shifting positions for the general election. I don't think I toned it down. I want to have strong immigration. I want to have strong borders. Some people agree with me and some people don't. But for the most part, they agree we have to have strong borders or we don't have a country. So, no, I don't think I toned it down. Texas Senator John Cornyn says Republicans must unify and rally around Trump if they want to beat Hillary Clinton this November. You can't govern without winning. And so you can't win by being divided. Trump has been meeting with both House and Senate leaders trying to find common ground. And New York City art auctions aren't raking in the money they once did. $1.1 billion changed hands during this week's major auctions at Christie's, Sotheby's, and Phillips. That's down more than 50% from one year ago. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Rainey Innocencio. Charlie. And we thank you. And again, recapping, uh, stocks bouncing along the bottom with the S&P 500 index down 18, a drop of nine-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Surf music, why are we playing that? Well, because I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox, and we are continuing our live broadcast here from Elbow Beach, Bermuda, an oceanfront enclave of classic style, contemporary luxury, just a delightful place to be. This entire island nation uh, is brimming with beautiful sights and wonderful, kind, gracious people, and I certainly want to thank all of them that have helped us here at Elbow Beach and in our time so far on the island. Retail sales. People are spending money here. That we're, people are spending money at resorts. What about the United States? What about department stores? The government's retail sales report looked pretty darn good today, but for a lot of retailers, Nordstrom's, J.C. Penney, the list gets longer and longer. They're cutting earnings forecast. They're cutting their sales forecast. Joining us, Marshall Cohen. He's retail analyst at NPD Group. Marshall, do you ever check in on places like Bermuda to see how people are spending money? Actually, I do. I don't get to be there often enough, but we certainly do look at who's spending on resorts and who's spending on experiences. And that's actually one of the reasons why that middle sector of the market is challenged, because the experiential customer, the millennial, is a big part of the focus for these guys, but it's also a big part of the spend diversion. Marshall, I'm wondering if you could help me. I looked at the numbers from the government today, an increase of 1.3%. But all week, I've been mindful of the downturn in the reports from many of the major department store chains. You saw what happened to Nordstrom. You saw what happened to Macy's and Kohl's. Can you explain this? When you look at what's going on, it's actually a four-part answer. Online, which is, you know, you have to be careful what you wish for. You might just get it. Well, a lot of these retailers have really stepped up and ramped up their offerings online. That cannibalizes the activity in the store. Omni-channel, which is the big piece of what they're all talking about as far as how they're going to grow their business, doesn't really grow business. It just displaces it. And then online outside of that retail environment certainly has become a formidable competition. In some categories, 24 to 25% online penetration is eroding the market share that these mid-level department stores have had. Uh, you add in the fact that they've all made the play to the millennial consumer, and as we just kind of discussed, 
Millennial is all about very limited discretionary income, spending across a very wide field of uh, product, and very experiential, which is what the department store doesn't offer. The third piece to the puzzle is value. Right now, a lot of the categories that are not getting growth are all about price points and lowered price points and discounts. And an example of that would be the athleisure movement. We all know how the big uh, trend for the whole season of 2015 and now into 2016 has been this movement towards more athletic-inspired product. So imagine what stores are doing. They're selling, you know, stretch leggings for $40 where they used to sell stretch denim for $150. They now have to sell two and three times as much merchandise to make up those lost dollars. Marshall, you spend, what, 50 weeks out of the year on the road. You go to three or four different stores a week. You're all over the country. You're in and out of them. Let's take a look at Nordstrom's. Nordstrom's has been such a successful department store chain, expanding over the entire country. But, it, but is even a big, successful chain like Nordstrom's kind of doomed? Have we seen the end of, of retail and department stores as we once knew it? Not if they change with the consumer. The consumer has changed at a faster pace than the stores have. Nordstrom, if you look at them and any other traditional retailer, are steeped in tradition. They still keep doing the same thing they've been doing since I was folding sweaters at Bloomingdale's. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I heard that. Um, but it's really about recognizing that if they don't change who and what they are, they will have a tough time, but they really can do better. They can do more. They just have to learn how to transition quicker. They don't have time to test some of these things and then sit there and see because the consumer has already moved on to something else. So when you have the leading edge when it comes to service, that's the big differentiator than online. So the stores do have the ability to not only survive but actually start growing again. Well, Marshall, can you tell us who the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to being able to execute as you describe? Well, you have to look at individual performers within certain channels. Uh, and it's a nice, fancy way of basically saying there's going to be one or two leaders in every one of the, of the different channels of distribution. So when you look at somebody like in the mass market, a target, they're outperforming the market. Uh, when everybody else in apparel was dropping for the quarter, they actually had growth. When you look at somebody like uh, a warehouse club, the warehouse club channel, you know, they actually for the first time are starting to show some vulnerability. So there's another one that you've got to look at on the negative side. When you look at some of the luxury retailers, they're holding their own, but they're up against some softer numbers. So we have to be careful that we're not looking at them as being the growth of the market when they're up against some, you know, lower numbers, easier, softer numbers to kind of anniversary. And then when we look at the department store sector, what we have to recognize is that we are looking at a channel of distribution that must change the game. So we Marshall Cohen, Chief Industry Analyst, the NPD Group, based in Port Washington, New York. You're listening to Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on a Taking Stock, how about stepping back from the tough time for retailers this week and looking at a three- to five-year outlook for big-cap companies that can make you money? That's coming up on Bloomberg Radio. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.